Welcome back to Back Society. I'm your co-host, Jay, with my other co-host, S. And unfortunately, C couldn't be with us again. He's too busy saving the world. You know how it is. You know how it is. You know how it is. All right, man. I want to give a quick shout out to my co-host, S, because he's moving up in this company. Moving up. He's getting oh promoted. Oh, my God. He's putting on the suits. He asked me He asked me last week, he was like, bro, I need some tailored suits. And I'm just like, oh my I'm looking God. at my phone going... This man's getting bags. Oh this man's getting bags. God. He's getting the promotional bags. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. This man's going to be walking with his tailored suit. He's going to be looking like fly. He's going to be like that 3-6 Mafia song. I got to stay fly. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. There's a lot of anticipation. Everybody's like, dude. Everybody's I, holding their breath for you, man. Yeah, man. I told him I'll look like I told him I'm going to look like a model from Rogue Magazine. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're going to be I'm like Balenciaga. Gonna, I'm not going to be looking like I'm hosting Family Feud. No, you're yeah. not going to be Steve Harvey? Give no. me a Steve Harvey smile. No, I'm not. With his <laughs> overgrown suits. His overgrown suits. Yeah, exactly. Man, you take his jobs in a heartbeat, though. I would. I, oh, I mean, yeah, I would. Right, I, I would. would. I'd be like, welcome to Feud. He's getting bags. <laughs> He's getting bags. Not bad for a West Virginia folk. Yeah. Not bad. Dude, so congratulations, man. I'm so proud of oh you. My God. You're getting the bags, dude. What are you going to be doing with those bags? You don't have to rely on tokes all the time now. I mean, like, technically, the dealers make more money. But at least yours is reliable. Yeah, it's reliable. The only reason why I did it because is because, like, I work so much overtime. Mm-hmm. So, like... I could I could sacrifice a little bit for the status. Oh my god! You know? Yeah, I see what you mean. You know, people. The you know, those dual rates. They need someone to make them look good, right? Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying, dude. And if all of if all goes south, man, Bali's yeah. is at opening next week. You know what is so crazy too? It's like when when they approached me, yeah, right to be dual rate. I was like, yeah, you know what, I'll think about it. But then they kept asking, they kept asking, they kept asking. <laughs> yeah, they're relentless when it comes to asking, man. They won't stop. It was all it was all managers. And then I said, yeah. And it was like I got, I was like in a club. Mm. They started treating me differently. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Because you're, you're becoming one of them, okay. man. You're, okay. you're getting risen. Yeah. I'm, hold on, though. Here's the thing, too. So when I accepted it. I went into the office and they sat me down and was like, hey, you know, because you got this, me thinking, I'm thinking it's not a big deal whatsoever. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I go to the casino. You're not a peasant anymore, dude. It's not just that. <laughs> it's not just that. It's like, I guess I kind of like look past my job. Like for me, like the casino, I just show up. The right. hardest part of the casino is just showing up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it I really just, is. But I show up six days, 10 hours. I just show up, right? Good worker B over here. Clock in, clock out. As soon as I clock in, you know, I'm focused on the job and then I clock out and then I completely forget how the day went or whatever. Like there's, right. you know, I'm on to the next thing. But what I'm saying is, is like, I never really, because, you know, we're doing podcasts, we're doing YouTubes, like we're focused on other things. So like- are focused. My priority really isn't that. But when they sat me down and was like, hey, you know, because, you, because you're a dual rate, you know, people are going to look, be jealous of you. And, mm. you know, like mm -hmm. they're going to be wondering, why did you get it? And 
Man, they're yeah. just like, hold it, on, man. There's some toxicity that you need what, to know about. That's what they told me. Because I'm a drama-free guy. I don't really, like, I, I'm a peaceful guy. I mean, drama always comes to me. But I mean, like. Peace is, peace not for you anymore, my guy. Yeah. And they were like, so, you know, you have to be more stern with people, your coworkers. Yeah, they're not your friends yeah. anymore, yeah, my no, guy. They're not. Like, man, they gave me the talk. They gave me the rundown. I was like, okay. And they're like, yeah, you know, we'll help you out. And, you know, like, it's just different. It's it's weird how they, like, it, it's like, I never, I never, like, it's a different perspective because I never would have thought it was going to be like, like you're accepted in a club now. No, but you are yeah. in the club, my guy. I know. You're in that club. Crazy, right? Dude, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Oh, my God. Oh my it's not God. a big deal. I'm so proud, dude. Come on, man. I mean, it's, yeah, it's cool, but it's not a big deal. Well, and every oh yeah, and everybody's like, sir. They call me sir now. They call you sir. They're like, sir. All the all the coworkers. You should, you, when you go back, tell them that I'm a dull red ballies. Oh. River North Chicago baby. <laughs> they would kill me. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't say that. No, I mean. I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would go to Bally's or Bally's because I live in Elgin. Yeah, I understand right there, that. Yeah. See, me, I, I live in, I'm a city boy now. I'm, city I'm boy. one of those urbanites, dude. I look city down boy. on the suburbans now. I'm just like, psh, 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 psh. this place ain't walkable. <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk my dog here. Where can I get like a, a beer that's imported? Right. <laughs> Where can I go where I can bring my dog to a restaurant? Uh, yeah, I don't understand. You guys don't have patios out here? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Grilling. Like, we, we visited Tegan's, uh, where she worked, the family that she works with. Yeah. And it's in Oak Park, which is, like, basically half city, half suburb, but it's technically a suburb, but it was, like, right there. Okay. You know, outside the city limits. And we were walking down, like, the strip of neighborhood, and it's quiet. And a you little just too hear, quiet. You just hear... You just smell freshly cut grass, birds, and in the distance, Crickets. someone weed whacking their lawn. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, I don't miss this. You're like, man. I hate this. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot oh. about this, and I hate it. Really? It's so boring. Yeah, you're like, where? where's my Uber scooter? Yeah. What? Dude, I I love those I love those baby bikes, man. They're the best. They're the best. You don't even know dude, you haven't lived until you get off work from somewhere and just you know like walking. rent a scooter and just zip down the road. You walking? Know? What is walking? No, walking is for chumps, man. <laughs> for peasants. You need a bike, you need either a scooter, and you need to walk past at least eight local places run by hipsters, man. Yeah. You you know what? Cause I'm done with chains, man. Don't need them anymore. Okay, I I have a confession. Oh no! Oh no! Am I gonna be disappointed? Uh no. But I mean, like, I'm starting to get a very like a very solidified hatred of these weed enthusiasms, people. Like, like I, I like people who make <laughs> weed their entire personality. <laughs> Dude, I just... That's uh, why I never... Remember, like, back <laughs> 10 years ago in college, and you were just like, hey, man, have you ever heard of Wiz Khalifa? I was like, I hate that guy. Like, no, no. he raps about smoking. I get it, dude. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but hold on. Wiz was different. Wiz is different. I'm talking about, like, these... They... Because back when Wiz was smoking, dude, it was just weed. 
right? Yeah, it wasn't a big deal to me, but everyone's just like, I man, know. look at him roll this but, joint. But, but, but I'm hold like, on, wow, no the, way. No, this is what I'm saying. Back then, it was just weed. Like, 10 years ago, it was just weed. These weed enthusiasm, enthusiasm people now, it's like, yeah, this is an indica strain. It's got four. Uh, you know what I mean? It has four leaves. It came from this plant over here. I do the little sniff test. Where did you say this was from? Yeah. <laughs> they know exactly where it's grown. They're like, yeah. Is that this, a hint of lavender? You know, you can microdose and you'll be on a good, you'll be have a good, clean, even high. This one won't make you hungry. I'm like, bro. What happened to just weed? Dude, it's a science now. It's a, that's what was that's what was always going to happen when it legalized. It's not just okay, I have my dealer, you know, if I get this, you yeah. know, I get this. If I don't, that's I'm SOL for weed, but like this, it's like, you know, it's a restaurant, you know. It, you have it, It's not just a restaurant. It's like a gourmet top of the line Dude. restaurant, man. And, and like some of these some of these dispensaries, they're wild. Like they've been throwing like block parties and stuff around here. Yeah. They got like free samples and stuff like You know, you did know that NASCAR came here last week? Yeah. Yeah. Which was crazy because then it flooded. It flooded here, right? It, dude, it was crazy. I have yeah. videos of the Riverwalk like submerged. I believe, really? Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. Wow, like wow, we heard wow, that the Riverwalk wow, yeah. was flooding. That they were contemplating opening the gates to the Mississippi, which they haven't done in years. Really? Right? Because yeah, you know, Lake the Lake Michigan is a canal, and yeah. then it connects to Mississippi River. But so we went down there, and we were looking at it flooding. And I'm trying to go down there, and everyone's just like, "It's not safe. It's not safe. You can't be down here. The water is rising." And I'm just like, "This is right where I want to be, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> I want to be in the action. Thing. Yeah, yeah, dude. I want to feel like I'm on the Titanic." Mm. <laughs> but the, oh yeah, dude. So the first night they canceled it okay. because of all the rain. Yeah, but someone drove a van. And took down one of the gates. Stop it. And then a car, a sports car got in there and started racing the track. And it was pro and it was it was a weed place. So they did it for the clout. So at the end of the video, the dude was like on TikTok going, like, man, get your weed here. Yeah, I just broke into this NASCAR track, took a few laps. Yeah. I can't stand. He these did it for the clout. But I can't, I can't stand. Like, you know, like. <laughs> If you smoke weed and it's, it's if you smoke weed and you're like discreet about it, you know what I mean? Like you take like a bowl hit like a day or a night, you know, <laughs> dude, have you ever seen get out? Get out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the movie, the, yeah. the scary movie. Yeah, I feel like like the the old white people. That's that's the weed enthusiast now. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. It's just you like Sativa. Yeah, they're just, oh, just so, <laughs> I'm like, dude. That's how I picture it now, dude. But uh, I, I don't smoke anymore. Yeah, I don't smoke anymore either. But at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, these people, are, they're just, their numbers are growing. Dude, I don't blame them, though. But, like, as soon as, like, like weed became legalized, oh, I wish I had the money to, like, open up the dispensary because that is just, it's turnkey. It really is. It's turnkey. I, w I would love to own a dispensary, and I wish I could have. They did it right, too. A lot of people are doing it right, because I know in the beginning, it was definitely difficult. Of course it was difficult. I mean, we could still get in it, because Maryland just legalized it yeah, July 1st. Yeah, they did. They July did. 1st. We could still get in there. Yeah, you want to own a Maryland dispensary? We we need to talk. We need we need capital. We need investors. You don't need all that much. I, I feel like the hardest part is where we're going to get the weed growing i think it's like I, I don't know how that works you i'm pretty sure you meet somebody in colorado right 
I know people in Colorado. Exactly. And you could get it dirt cheap, the best of the best, dirt cheap, because weed is cheap nowadays. Or you go to California and you just say, habla weed? Speak weed? Cartel member comes up to you. Yeah, you're going to get it from the cartel. <laughs> Cape Pablo. <laughs> I feel like you told me a story of a guy who did this route. <sighs> I'm just saying, man. That'd be a, I mean, like, it would be a good asset, honestly. Like, that Dude, is a cash cow. That is a cash cow, especially yeah. if you're one of the first people there. Yeah, people, and yeah, and then, see, what you... I'll be, I'll be saying, like, open up in Towson, not too far from Baltimore, you got the college kids. Yeah, and, and, this is what you do, right? You set up a nice weed shop, and then next to it, set up, like... A bunch of food shops. A bakery shop. <laughs> Cookie shop, something, dude. When I snacks, when I lived in West Chicago, they opened up a big Zen Leaf in St. Charles. Yeah, and uh, I remember visiting because next door is a Giordano's right okay. from it. Yeah, and the guy was complaining that it was going to bring bad people, so he didn't want the giant Zen Leaf to open. And I was like, man, if I owned that Giordano's, I'd be like free samples, free samples, free samples. That's right? I'd be trying to get all those stoners to come over. Are you kidding me? The one thing I would be sold out. The one thing good about weed i mean like weed is is good is better than most drugs right there's no fighting alcohol there's always a risk of violence there's always a risk of something weed everybody it doesn't matter they are just all mellow they don't dude dude come on really you know what i dude, mean like what if what if space like isn't real yeah i know yeah you put your hood up and <laughs> no, you know, what I'm, so but but what I'm saying is, is like the crowd, the weed crowd people, they're all majority of them are mellow. Whereas if you get alcohol, you know, they're rowdy, fight, violence, stuff like that. So, I mean, like that would be a good crowd to have. Yeah. They're just they're They got their weed, so they're easily pleased. I would definitely have like a restaurant, like a, a not really like a restaurant, sit down restaurant, but definitely a, a grab and go place right next door. Yeah, for sure. Maximize, dude. Ma yeah. Maximize. Maximize. Maybe have like an arcade too, because I bet they'll go over there. Oh yeah, dude. See, Arcades these are these, these are high minded ideas. I know. See, you want the plaza, you know? But I, I still can't. These these weird enthusiasm people, enthusiastic people, or whatever. What spurred this on? Cause uh, the other day, I guess like I was at the casino, working, and uh, these kids came in. These kids came in, and they all worked at a weed shop. <laughs> and they came in, and I'm dealing, and I guess my boss behind me was like. You know, he goes to that weed shop and they're like, hey, hey. <laughs> and he's he's like, like, yeah, that's exactly what he was doing. But it was just like, they're ah, just, I don't, I don't know. I, you know what? If like, if I got to know them, I'll be like, yo, you're cool people. But just, ah. First glance, I was just like, I can't stand these people. Because they're just like, yo, uh, yo, uh, shoot, <laughs> Maybe it's me. It's I probably me. $5. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I think that's me. I'm like, oh my God. It must be a little rough dealing with them because I feel like they'd be slow. They are slow. <laughs> in every In every aspect, they're just slow in everything that they do. Sir, sir, do you want to hit? Ah. <sighs> My God. Oh, yeah, I would Sir, love a hit, hit. Hit or stay? 
they'll be like, can I get a hit? I love that hit. That was a good hit. <laughs> sure. Do, 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 yeah, exactly. Ugh. But yeah, that's... I feel like how like quick that if someone busts you, scoop up the cars and take their money, they won't even know what hit them. Yeah. They'll just be like, I swear I had money right there. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah. 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 People are slow. I people people are slow, but man, I remember my much, much younger days when I did smoke, man. I, I had a good time. I had a good time. Yeah. I think I'm getting old. We are old, dude. Yeah. It was our birthday. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Super old now. Super old. Maybe too old for YouTube. Who knows? No. No. <laughs> Never too old for YouTube. Because we're taking over. We are taking over. Speaking of that, been making more and more. I'm almost to the 200 mark of subscribers. I know it's not, not I know it's not really much, but you know. No, that's a lot. It's a lot for me. That's more than I had before. No, that's really good. Yeah. So I'm making more. I'm trying to make some more long form videos for sustained viewage. Viewage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I've been working on that, and also the Haunting Podcast YouTube channel. That's going exceedingly well, too. That's going really well. There you go. Yeah. I'm just working on trying to get like the sustained viewership of a video. You know, like right now, the most I can get like 80 percent, like on a short right now. But I want to get, I need to get like that 90, and I just need that 10 percent more, dude. Yeah, you're getting 10%. close. Though. It's I'm like getting a- close. It's like 90 is complete, and then you start getting 100. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, dude, because like my time has been so limited because of all, all the crunch time at work. Yeah. So it's been tough getting everything out there. But I'm trying because I want the I want that YouTube bag. That'd yeah. That'd be cool as hell. The internet money is limitless, for it's sure. limitless. Yeah. And I can get more, and I want more. I want more, too. It's in our birthright. That's it, what we want. It's in the birthright. It's my divine right. Exactly. <laughs> our abundance. No, nah, but, I, you know, I... I, I'm going to start settling down and start really focusing on YouTube as well. Yeah, I know I keep, I know I keep saying that, but like now, like, cause now we're on a break or I'm on a break. I'm on vacation mm-hmm. for a couple of days for a, a week or whatever. And then when I come back, I'm scaling back. Cried season again. Yeah. I'm scaling back my hours and really putting in two hours, like, two hours into the youtube thing yeah you got a yeah. plan do you know what you want to do or do you like at least know what you want to do i i know exactly what i want to do well, sure yeah I, you know i'm just making my channel with my interest pretty much the king scott channel yeah, yeah we're you know get some content on there talk about the diet lifting meditating i really want to talk about like non-duality stuff mm. on there because it's a completely different Self-help, man, that's always a good thing. Like I said, man, people, people, self-help is a big industry. Even on YouTube, it's a big industry. I mean, people, like, you've heard of the manosphere, man. That's a big deal right now. Yeah, but at the same time, it's is it self-help, though? It might be just growing and maturing. Yeah, that's considered self-help. Right? I mean, like, uh, I guess, so, yeah. But I've always, I've always had, like, the, the passion for it. Because, like, I always feel like the biggest fear for me, is not hitting your full potential. Right. And you want people, you want to hit your full potential and you want to get people there too. Right. And I get it. That's self-help. Yeah. And that's one thing too, is like, there's a, you have to have some sense of competitiveness in you because like everything that you do, like all your habits and everything that you want to do, it's like, you're trying to edge, edge out the competition. 
because you know this the world is so competitive it is very competitive every aspect man in all aspects you got you you know you do the one little thing you're always trying to do that one little thing to get that next step ahead right you're always looking for the pivot and that's what i'm trying to do for my like my history channel i'm like trying to think of the next pivot so i've been like dabbing a little more into mysteries if you know what i mean yeah just you know just mysteries like that Long UK, I took yeah. your idea for that one. Honestly, I was shocked because I hit you up and then you had the video out the next day. Well, because <laughs> I looked it up and I was just like, oh, it's actually real. Okay. I just thought it was going to be some just regular old cave, but there was actually actual carvings in it. Yeah. every Hold on, time out. Everything that I pretty much say is, I mean, everything that I say is real. Like, it's not like. I, I, I understand. But a lot of those things that you hear that, oh, where did this formation come from? No one knows who, who made it. And it's usually like a rock. So I'm always skeptical. No, I get it. I wanted to send you one about the how they found the the labyrinth maze in Egypt, mm-hmm. and nobody talks about it. What is that? P eight one ninety. P eight one ninety. What is that? Quote unquote Ramesses the Great's tomb. I don't know. I'm not sure if it is, but that one is a, a labyrinth too. It's massive, and his body's not even there. They have his body. Yeah, it just wasn't there. Well, if his body wasn't there, then how could it be a, a tomb? Because there was other bodies there. Oh. They just think, it, it's just, during the time when that tomb was being built, yeah. that was where a lot of the tomb robbers were at their height for the and Valley of the and Kings. And that's the thing. That's the thing with Egypt, right? Is everything, like, Egypt has been around for so long, and it's always been ransacked by every, everybody. Everybody. So, Alexander the Great. Like, everybody has ransacked That's Egypt. the thing to do, dude, because it's just the land of mysticism and mystery, and you just want to know. But, like, after, so he wasn't buried there, and a lot of the, the old guard took a lot of the pharaoh's bodies out of the tombs and yeah. just threw them in a pit somewhere where no one would find them. So there's something called the cachet and where they found a lot of old pharaohs. And it was just an undecorated hall. Yeah, but they say like this, the labyrinth maze is the literally like it rivals the pyramids as like the one of the wonders of the world. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like they found it, but like nobody talks about it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to slide this one to Jordan because nobody talks about it. The guy, the guy that even found it. They're talking about the Egypt or the long you? No, uh, Egypt. Okay. The Egypt, the labyrinth. Uh, in Did you Egypt. send it to me? No, I didn't send okay. it to you. I was thinking about sending it to you, but you, I, I'm always, I'm always up yeah. for talking about. I love Egypt. Oh, I, yeah, I know. That's why I was going to send it to you. But like I said, nobody talks about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's like insane. Uh, I, I'm wondering if it's the one I'm thinking of because they, they also found like a skull in there, and they think, they, no, they think it's Amenhotep Kapishev. When I say nobody's talking about it, I really mean nobody's talking about it. Like there's nobody is saying like it was a tomb, there's bodies found, no nothing. Yeah, yeah because it's technically it's like still underground. Mm-hmm. It's was it, is it in the valley? No, it's under I think it's some city called Havana or something like that. Armana? Are you thinking of Armana? No. No, no. Amarna. No, it starts with an H. I, I like I like I, I got the details in on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll even tell you the guy who discovered it and all that stuff. And it, it happened recently. It's, oh, was it? 2008? Yeah. They actually came out with a new Egyptian documentary on Netflix. Did they really? Yeah, it's about the, the search for the Forgotten Pyramid. And it's a host by your guy. Who's my guy? It's Ahi Hawaz. Oh, my God. Love that guy. You kidding me? I was a mm. big fan of his since high school. 
Yeah. The, the, like, he doesn't talk about, like, the tunnels under the Sphinx or anything. To be honest, I'd, I can't tell you everything he's talked about. Oh. So I, Why? Because he has a lot, dude. He's the head. Yeah, I know he's the head. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing with Egypt. Whether you like it or not. Britain, Great Britain was an empire, very strong empire. And they were the last ones to go into Egypt and decipher all of Egypt. And this is in the 1800s. And literally just was like, we're going to just say this about Egypt. Britain. But the people that live there in Egypt, in Egypt, the Egyptians, like through their generations, through traditions, they have like a completely different story of what... What Egypt was, yeah. Of what Egypt was, what the Egyptian Egyptologists say, than what the people of Egypt say. You know what I mean? Like, it's conflicting. That's why everything is so conflicting, because you have an outside source trying to tell an inside source, now nah, you're wrong. Mm. That And I mean, like... Well, it's just, it's just how science works. They'll always take evidenced history over just word of mouth, you know? Oh, yeah, I know. I know that's that is that is how it works, but like yeah, yeah, Egypt, not Egypt, sorry, Britain ransacked Egypt. They took a lot of the stuff, but they were know? like the last one. But they were not just that, but they're like the known well to us. They're like the well known one that was the last people there that, and then they deciphered everything. Right, and they're the ones that set up all the the timeline and everything for Egypt. You know, it's so funny. They even stole that. They stole it from the French because they went in. Because it wasn't until Napoleon came to Egypt that he's, he came with all these scientists and yeah. archaeologists, and the French were just like, oh, yeah, we're going to find out all we can about Egypt. This is wonderful. They even found the Rosetta Stone. And then after when Napoleon left, because he peaced out as soon as it looked hopeless. Why did it look hopeless? Because he was he was about to get pinced. Oh, because his men were getting diseased. They were yeah. running out of food. The natives didn't want them there. Yeah. The Ottoman was about to come in through the, through the land. His okay. and Britain destroyed his fleet, and so he was virtually surrounded. Yeah, there was it was hopeless. So they came in, and then Britain arrived after Napoleon peaced out, destroyed the army, and they were just like, okay, look, archaeologists, look, scientists, yeah. you hand over fucking everything, yeah. and then you can leave. Yeah, and so. They unfortunately had to do that. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy with war. It's because we did the same thing with Germany. Right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Germany took a lot of their stuff. We gave it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany. Well, I mean, this is like what, like, uh, you know, how Germany was operating, like the Nazi Germany, how they were operating and what they were doing. Like, we went in there and then we took all their technology and stuff like that oh, and their paper, uh, paper clip and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy how much money they poured into Wunderwaffens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it got us to the moon. Right. But they were seeing the thing is too, with Germany was they were competitive too, man. They were looking for every, cause one, they were stupid. One, they were stupid cause they were fighting two fronts, but they were looking for all those mystical yeah, the occult man with, they the, were with Himmler and his SS. Yeah, because they, crazy. they read like it, they read the Bible or whatever, and was like, "We need the Ark of the Covenant yeah. to win this war. We have to find the Ark of the Covenant." They were trying to find all those old biblical artifacts. Like they found like three spears of long Longinuses. That's crazy, though. Yeah, I mean Be they because they found it, and I remember like it was a big thing for me. Like, well, when they I, they found it. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I, somebody, I swear, somebody probably has like Alexander the Great's sword or 
Like these, like high, could be somewhere we can't. We don't even know where his tomb is. High, these like high level people hold on to like these artifacts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like families and stuff like that. They will hold on and you know, like I mean, wouldn't you? Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Because you, you know, if you go to a party, you're like, hey, this is Alexander the Great Sword. I have it here. Yeah, it's the real deal. Like that's a like that's a big thing with all these billionaires and stuff like that. I mean, if I was a billionaire, I'd be collecting. His, yeah, I mean, you already know I would be. Yeah. I would be straight collecting any exactly any ancient historical item I can get my hand on. Right, and and the thing is, is that is happening. So like when people are looking for like certain like on TV, they're like, but it's missing. No, it's not missing. Somebody has it. You know, somebody has it in their room. There is a site, right? Yeah, there is a site right there. It's a it's an auction site. Where you can like buy shares of an ancient historical artifact, so you can own a piece of it. You know, you don't you don't see it ever, but you can own a piece of it. So you get a piece of paper. You get like a share. Yeah. Yeah, you get a piece of paper and be like, yeah, you own one hundredth of a millionth <laughs> of this Coptic stone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this Coptic jar. Yeah, dude. Any way to make money. Like, those things are priceless. And they're like, we could try and make money. And, yeah. I mean, they're getting hustled. They're getting, getting their only, bags. Things are only priceless until some dude who has who really has no business putting a price on it puts a price on it. Yeah. It's like art, you know? It's just some guy saying it. Yeah. But a lot of art is all like... All art is subjective, right? It is subjective. It's... If, th- if a rich guy likes it, that's, yeah. that's that's the only way it's really given a price. And plus, like, art, honestly, a lot of art is, like, money laundering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, there's this, I think it was, like, I don't know if it was Bill Gates. It might have been. But someone made a foundation. Oh, no, it was the Waldens. They made, like, a, a charity foundation to, like, open up a, a gallery for everybody Oh yeah, and it was just their house, and they just put all the rare paintings in there, and just kind of shut it down after that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Tax write off, though. Tax write off. <laughs> but going back, people like billionaires, they collectibles. Like all, the, like can you imagine, right? If like you had the Ark of the Covenant, and you're like, yeah, this it's next to my coffee table. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a good talking piece. That is piece. my coffee table. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Dude, I would I would I would do anything for like a real deal thing. And like, people, yeah, some of these movies are straight facts cuz like people would kill steal for these priceless ancient artifacts and then people even the government you know what I mean? Government has first dibs most of the time. Oh, dude, we have crown jewels at Fort uh, Fort Knox. Yeah, man, like it's it's insane. And then and then on TV they're like it disappeared. Yeah, for the from the face of the earth, it's gone somewhere. And and like fifty fifty shot, it either is gone or destroyed, or yeah. it's in someone's collection because it's like in someone's collection. A lot of the Europeans, when the monarchies were going down and democracies on rise, a lot of monarchies didn't have money, so they'd be selling their valuable objects, like yeah, you know the their, their crown jewels, their backup crown jewels. Yeah, uh, that's how those like those Russian eggs got into other people's collections. Yeah, it's yeah, because they were selling them. Selling them and stealing them and killing for them. Monarchy or if a war happens, that's mm-hmm. how they raise capital. They sell like their valuables. Yeah. And so it would be in these like investor collection. Like I saw the first King's exhibit at the at the Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago Museum. Yeah. 
the Chicago Field Museum, and they have like a Bulgarian crown jewel in there. What do you mean, first king exhibit? Like it was like the first kings of Europe. Really? Yeah. Mm. It was it was really cool if you want to see like ancient ancient Europe's like before civilization really. Yeah. This was like you know the beginning of like mud huts. You know, honestly, I am so fatuated, fatuated. I can't talk bad at speaking with kings. Like there's just it's because you want to be one. I it's not that I want to be one. I feel like that I am one. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. You know what I mean? What makes a king a king? You can't be born into it. I I get it. No, you can be born into it. I'm playing. I'm playing. But in the beginning, kings are largely, (laughs) at least in the beginning, kings are largely chosen. Yeah, they're chosen. They are chosen. So, but you just you just gotta know people. I mean, that's how the verse czar happened. He was just he was just a kid that was picked. Yeah. All right, but I do want to talk about is how do you feel? Because you're a big history guy. How do you feel about the History Channel just not even doing history anymore? What do they do? Is everything it's like is porn stars? No, everything <laughs> is quote unquote conspiracies. Oh my god, yeah, dude, it's a travesty. Yeah, like I get it. People care. People like it. They think it's interesting. It gets a lot of ratings because, like, is it just because it's better than real history? No, it's because everyone likes a good mystery. Yeah, everyone likes to think just because we don't really have all the facts, we don't. And of course, history, we don't have all the facts in real life, but people like to be told that there's like this mystical thing that's out there that's bigger than ourselves, you know? I think there is a mystical thing that's big. I I know, but that's why they're harping on it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Yeah. Because like if you turn on... No one wants to hear just facts, you know? People just want to hear maybe there's an alternative fact no one else knows about. And it makes makes some people feel smarter that they know something someone else might not. I forgot we talked about this already. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, if, every time you turn on the history channel, it's, it's not how, what you learned in school. It's not. But, like, with my history, and I thought about this years ago, because I, this is not the first time I wanted to do history on, like, YouTube or something. Yeah. I was just like, man, because I was watching Ancient Aliens, and, of course, I was just like, man, this is so stupid. But then I realized, you know, with my historical knowledge, and it's pretty good. It's not, you know, the best, but it's it's up there. I can just make up theories and just put them out there. Yeah. I can make up compelling theories. Yeah. Or you could get chat GBT to do it for you. Make up a compelling theory. <laughs> make, up a comp- make up a compelling com- conspiracy theory. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Like, because there's just so, there's a lot out there that you can just inject something in there if you really wanted to it's not that hard like just give me a topic i can make up something probably the thing for me with history is just that nobody knows it's true there's a lot of things that we'll never know nobody knows victor victors write the stories right victors write the history books you quote napoleon already Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, history is written by the winners. Sure. Right? Yeah, it's true. So you don't really, nobody really knows. We just know the strongest survive. The strongest survives, and there's always, and not everything was always written down. Especially yeah. if something cataclysmic happened, there would be like rumors. Someone would hear word of mouths and write it down, and but it's not. You can't verify it. You know, like yeah. that's where Atlantis originally came from. You can't verify that Plato was right. Yeah. That's true. 
I mean, we all want him to be. Yeah, but it's not just Plato that says it. It's the only one we got. There uh, could have been more. No, they say it in Egypt. There's a there's a whole thing in Egypt. Who says it in Egypt though? They have a they have the story. I don't know what city it is, but I'll send it to you. They have the story in Egypt. 100%. Like in like their They don't call it Atlantis, but but the whole story is Atlantis. Is this when the is this I don't know. Maybe it's the Minoan collapse. Oh, I mean like no, I mean it's like the flood took over the city and it fell to the bottom of the ocean word for word but they don't use the name Atlantis but it's in it's in Egypt okay. and then the priesthoods were the ones that you know the priesthoods were the ones that did everything mouth to mouth or whatever from generation to generation to know each to know the history just like you know if you watch those movies there's always like that uh, what's that one movie what national treasure? No, not national treasure. There's like in each civilization in the olden time, there's always like one guy or two guys that know all the history. So history doesn't repeat itself. Like a scribe and oracle. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, something like that. And the priesthood in Egypt were like that. And that's where Atlantis came from. Yeah, the priesthood's, the priesthood's wild in Egypt. Yeah. Fat cats, mom, they're billionaires. Yeah. They're crazy. But uh, so I've been dabbling a little more for the History Channel, for my History Channel. A little more mysteries, you know, a little more. Because you're finding out that's what sells. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not that it sells. I just need to diversify a little bit more. Yeah. I haven't really determined through the stats if that's really selling yet, but it also could be just my approach to it, I guess. But you like. Remains to be seen. But you like the cave? You like the Langlu cave? Yeah, that was cool. That yeah, was cool. Pretty cool right? I kind of half-assed the video just to get it up there because really? I was, yeah, I had. To I make, thought it was a great video. I had to make it up. I had to make it in an hour. I would have done more like visuals if I had more time, but I didn't. Dude, you crushed it. Like I said, I, I told you, and the next day the video was out. I was like, I had, I needed an idea for a new video. Yeah. I, have a, I have the one I'm working on now is the Copper Scroll. The Copper Scroll. Ooh. Yeah. You know, you've heard of the Dead Sea Scrolls, right? Yeah. Yeah. All of them were made out of parchment. You know. Except one. Okay. One was copper. One was copper. What did it say? It's mostly lists. List, what is, of, list of what? No one really knows. Oh. Okay. Oh, and I saw you do the, the book. What's the book called? Oh, the Von Neutsch manuscript? Yeah. Yeah, it's fake. But I still is it fake? It. It's fake. How do you know it's fake? Because they carbon dated it. You can't... Car- really? Yeah, it was made like 200 years ago. But what language, do you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows the language. I saw. Oh, sorry, sorry, wrong thing. Sorry, that was the Nebra Sky Disc. I was thinking of Nebra Sky. Yeah, no one knows. That thing is crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book. Yeah, nobody knows the language or where it came from. Or yeah, they said it was made in one day after the priest sold his soul to the devil. No, 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 no. I'm no. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong book. That's the no. I'm talking about the. Uh, you did the video on it, dude. It started. It with was the, like thirty videos to get refreshed I my know. memory. It's the it's the V one. The V one. The yeah. The Voynich. Yeah. The Voynich. Yeah. Voynich, that one. That one is the one with you know nobody knows the language. I forget the one you're talking about. The priest when he got locked in there, he got locked in jail, and he had twenty four hours to come up with a certain Bible. That's not it. No, no, it's a different one. 
That's a different book. And he sold his soul. He sold his soul to the devil, wrote a book, a gigantic book that was like, yay, big, yay, wide, perfect scribe, right? Mm-hmm. They said he had to sell his soul to the devil because it was, the writing was so perfect. The scribe was so perfect. And the priest was like hardly a writer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, that those all come with myths. It all comes with myths. I also want to do my own myths because, you know, I like I like Christianity myths so much. Yeah, because it involves the supernatural. The supernatural. Like, like I wanted to do a video on the Watchers, the Ars Goetia, the, uh, the Seven Deadly Sins and Their Kings, you know, mm. like Balthagor, Beelzebub, Satan, Lucifer. They're all different. They're not the same. They're all different. The Leviathan. The seven seals are the seven chakras. Seven, yeah. Did you know that? Hmm? The seven seals are the seven chakras. Yeah, and the and seven kings of hell have all seals. Yeah. Do you know what chakras are? Isn't that like Buddhist stuff? Yeah. 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 Yeah, seven is the number. Yeah. Same with the dragon balls. There's seven <laughs> of them. Dude, the dragon balls, man. Yeah. Because what happens is... Yeah, you got to make that wish. Not just that. It's like, so it's not really Buddhism. It is kind of booty. It's not Buddhism, but it's like in ancient, like in ancient religions or whatever, they believed in like... Numbers had like mysticism. There was a mysticism, but it was like, there were seven checkpoints, seven energy checkpoints in a body. Mm. And if you balanced all seven, fun fact, it's all, the chakras are all hormones, all hormones in the body. They're all part of your hormones, right? But if you have it balanced, your your spine, like we talked about it, your spine creates a certain fluid and it goes up and down your vertebrae. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, the chakras. Yeah. I mean, like, because... I had someone align my chakras three years ago. It was an interesting experience. Nobody, but I sat in the bowl. Yeah. yeah. Nobody can align your chakras. She you, claims she did. Yeah. No. The only person that could align your chakras is you. Okay. Well, that was a waste of time. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I just like stood in a bowl as she like started hitting it with like a, yeah. a, a drum thing. It was just like, hold on. I'm aligning your chakras. I'm standing there just like, what is happening? Yeah. Mm. Nah. <laughs> it was a good time. What do you think I should do for a pivot? I no, honestly, I like the religion idea simply because like uh, I was heavy into it like ten years ago. Yeah. So like my perspective on the Bible is completely different than most. Oh yeah. Than ninety nine percent of people. Mine is too. I like like I said, I like the books that aren't talked about, like Thomas and Enoch. Yeah. Like when but, we were when you, me and Chris were talking, we yeah. we talked about you know doing something biblical. Yeah. Yeah. And Enoch, like, you know, you talk about the flood a lot, like yeah. with Gilgamesh and Noah, but in Christian religion, did you know that there was a whole book that explained why there was a flood, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, the crazy part is you have like Native Americans, you have all these other people talk about giants, right? Oh, you do know. Yeah. It was yeah. because of giants. Yeah. It was the Nephilim. It was the Nephilim. The Nephilim that were giants, but... The, the reason they said it was angels from the sky came, watchers. the watchers came down and mated with human women and they made giants. 
They had one job, and that was to watch over humanity yeah. for God, and they couldn't even do that shit. But I mean, like some people, can you make the connection that what is it that came from the sky? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was it an alien? Or was it an angel? Was it an alien that came down and We're made it? into alien territory now. No, what I'm trying to say is you're not seeing that connection though, right? No, I can see the connection. It's just right. it's funny. Yeah, but I'm saying like, who else would come from the sky? Mm-hmm. Like realistically. Mm. Okay. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean like, yeah, that's what it is. I mean like nobody knows. Nobody knows. But in all honesty to like, if you even want to like, the Bible is just a piece. What to really fully understand the Bible, you should really read all religions mm-hmm. and even ancient religions because, like, you can only see what the Bible shows you, and like, you can't see like your per- your perspective grows bigger if you know all the religions, right? And then you're like, oh. Because they do borrow a lot from each other. Yeah, they borrow a lot. They borrow, especially the Bible, they borrow a lot. And it it's just that one perspective. Right. You know what I mean? And you start hearing familiar things. Like if you go to like, you know, ancient Germanic religion and you start hearing their, their god is named Woden. What does that sound like to you? Odin. Odin, because that's where they got it from. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's pretty cool. Because like, dude, like I remember like. Remember how I told you, like, do you know why I, like, don't use fluoride? Something about degrading your brain synapses or something? Yeah. So, like, in the middle, in the middle of your brain, right? In the middle of your brain is called the pineal gland. It's a gland, right? It's a gland. If you get an x-ray or anything, it will show that the gland is a bone, right? A gland shouldn't be a bone. But what happens is, is that fluoride goes straight. If you ingest fluoride into the bloodstream, it goes straight to the gland and class. What's the word? Classifies. Uh, that word, your, your pineal gland. Now, a smart person would be like, this gland isn't working properly, right? Mm. What, why, how can I not make, how can I work this gland that's in the middle of my brain, right? The core of your brain. How can I make this work properly, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, don't is there like some type of curiosity to that? Yeah, I mean, you do we know what the pineal gland does? Yeah, what does it do? It's, I, I don't know. It's it's the center of awareness. So like, it's who you are. So it like it says in the in the Bible, right? I forget. I forget the verse. I used to know it by heart. But uh, I think it was Jacob. He said Jacob was asleep and then he saw God and he called it the pineal, right? The pineal. So the pineal gland is in the Bible. It's a verse. And what happens is if you look at the pineal gland, right? If you took if you cut the brain in half. If you cut the brain in half and you see the brain on the side, and you see the pineal gland, it looks like the eye of Horus in Egypt, 
And so that would lead you to ancient cultures and what they believe in and stuff like that. And then you start putting all the pieces and making all the connections together. And it's just like, oh, you know, like maybe I should really focus on the pineal gland, mm. you know, and because I mean, it's the core of your brain. I it's mean, the core of your brain. That's a good video for your channel, man. You should talk oh, about I am, that. No, that, I am going to. That's why I talk about non-duality and soul stuff, because that is the core. I don't think you hear me. The core of your brain is not working properly. And it's because of chemical that they put in the water. And the, the crazy part is, if if you investigate all ancient religions, that is the most holiest like gland in all ancient religions. I'm sorry, I'm ha I have to bring it up. I have to bring it up. But you know who also talks about this a lot? Who? Andrew Tate. Are Are you serious? He's just like you don't drink the tap water, not the government water. They put stuff in the water to control your mind. That's why I drink sparkling water. Hey, I got sparkling water. Keeps me full. That's why. I and like it's also you have to. You know why water is free? So they can, because they put stuff in it, but not sparkling water. That's why I buy, that's why I buy it, because they can't put anything in it, because it costs money. So here's the thing, too, right? Here's the thing, too. I'm still working on it. I like it, though. I'm still working on the accent. Hello, love. That's my accent. Hello, love. Brof. 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 Oi, oi, mate. So, like, what happens is... And in the Bible, it says, if you eat from the tree of knowledge, you will know the good and evil, mm -hmm. right? And you will become a God. So what happens is, is the more you declassify, decal how do you say it? Decalcify. Decalcify your pineal gland, your awareness grows. And if you're, when your awareness grows, the more you okay, can- Okay, this is, okay, sorry. I just started remembering all of this now. About what? People talking about decalcifying your, decalcifying your brain. Yeah, your pineal gland. The pineal gland, I, I forgot to tell you, is also called your third eye. It's your third eye. And it's linked to your reptilian, reptilian brain center. And it travels. So your spine, your spinal cord is very important. It travels from your, the pineal gland all the way down, right? So when you decalcify your pineal gland, your third eye becomes what they would say, awaken, or you will become more aware. And the thing is, when you become more aware, you're able to use that intuition, that judgment on what's right and what's wrong. Or you can see through, you know, delusions or illusions and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It's, uh, you can see through the veil, through, because you know, what they say, like, you can align in a sheep. What's the saying? A lion in sheep's clothing? Yeah, you can see through that veil. It's very obvious. And so like the more when you become aware of certain things, you your perspective completely changes and you can just you can just see things for what it is. You know what I mean? And it's, it's it, like I don't want to say it's like a superpower, but it nowadays it is a superpower because most people I do feel like most people like awareness nowadays. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It is kind of sad, but at the same time, we have to use it in our advantage. We do have to use it. Yeah. So I've been posting a lot of my videos on TikTok. Oh, yeah? How's that going? It's going not that, 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 that great. I can't get more than like around 200 views for some reason. People on TikTok are way more harsher than people on YouTube, apparently. But like, as on, it's just changed my TikTok feed. And I'm not on TikTok a lot. So yeah. it's mostly conspiracy guys now. And I've been listening. 
I've been listening. There was like one guy who got like a million views saying like top 10 things to, it was like top 10 things you can tell an Egyptologist to mess them up about the pyramids that they can never explain, kind of stuff like that. What did he say? I can't really remember. Oh. But there was another one he did and it was like, have you noticed like in a lot of ancient carvings, a lot of people are holding a bag? Yeah, I told you about this long time ago. I know, but the one thing he kind of lost me on was that he he included the unk in that. And I was like, why? Oh, yeah, why? The unk is only in Egypt. Like he had me going until he included the unk and I was like. Yeah, so like with the handbag thing, nobody knows what the handbag is, but it's all over the world. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's dated to like before the uh, the younger dry ass period, so before the flood. So it's it's like everybody thinks like because you know mainstream history t- tells us that we didn't sail the oceans right until a certain point of time, and before before uh, like all these ancient cultures have the same like uh, they have the same handbag. Like the Anunnaki, which is in like Afghanistan, Samaria. yeah, in Middle East. Yeah, yeah. Then if you go to South America, you have the ex, the Olmecs. They got the handbag. Like if you go everywhere around the world, they have these carvings of people with a handbag, and nobody can explain what it is because nobody knows what it is. All right, I got, I got another one to ask you. I want to know because I want to know if you've actually researched this. I researched all of this, but yeah, go Hotep. Who? Hotep. Imhotep? No, Hotep. H-O-T-E-P. Who is that? Okay, so Hotep is a movement, okay? So I don't know if you heard of the the Black Tribes of Israel. No. No, Hotep is like a movement among African Americans, and it's mostly centered around... Is it Black Lives Matter? No, that the real Israelites were black. I've heard about that. I've heard. There's I've, quite a few people that believe it, like Kyrie Irving. Kanye think, believes a little bit about it. I think. I think what like a long time ago. I think I read like they said like the Jews in the Bible were really black people. Yeah. It was kind of like a convergence between like the Bible and the whole how Ethiopia got Christianity. You know, because they sent a princess to marry King Solomon. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? Every race, every single race, has been enslaved. In one point, time or another, you only hear about one because, because we live in this area. But if you go to like other parts of the world, like slave is literally came from the Slavic, Slavic, Slav. Those were all white people, and they were slaves. They were slaves. White people were slaves. Every every it doesn't matter what color what you were. You have a history. Of being a slave. And I mean, like, the good thing about Christianity, though, I'll tell you this, is they're the real, they're the really ones that really abolish slavery because they made, like, a moral, a moral thing for people. I mean, the Israelites were, like, enslaved every few chapter, every few books in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't, like, the Babylonians... Or or the the Greeks, the Egyptians, yeah. Rome itself. I mean, the Jews really had it rough, dude. They did. I mean, they thought the first they thought Cyrus the Great, who founded the Persian Empire, was the first Messiah. Oh man. Because he, you know, ended the Babylonian exile. Yeah. 
And then there was like the Maccabee Rebellion that started Hanukkah, and that was because they were rebelling against, I think it was the Greeks. All through history, there's always this constant battle, right? We're in it now, we just don't realize it, right? Because a lot of people right now are rebelling against the establishment as we speak. It's happening now. Technically, I mean, we're all slaves to the mighty dollar, whether you like it or not. And it, something's happening. Something's brewing at this moment. We're like we're witnessing it right now. I, I mean, like, what's the difference between? Uh, how do I say this? We're all we're all slaves to the dollar, right? We need capital to survive. We're just all slaves to the dollar. It doesn't matter what color your skin is or anything. They use that. They use the color of your skin because it keeps you divided. If we were all united, there's like we would take over the banks. Like because that's what's enslaving us. They use like little tactics like cuz you're di divide and conquer. That's how that's how you conquer people. You keep them divided. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's how that's how the Aztecs got conquered, right? Because they were all divided, and the Spaniards came in, and then just well, they also had a lot of subjects that weren't happy with them. Yeah, so at this because at, they they were an empire after all, and you become an empire by subjugating. After, what I, what I'm trying to say is like we are. You have to see these things, right? You have to see like what is keeping us divided, really. What, like because when you get to a certain bags, if you get enough bags, and you get into a certain level of wealth, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what race you are, because no, it, it's class at that point. It's, it is a class, but everybody is talking about money. And here's the thing, too. I want to say is back in the day, right when Christianity was getting big, right, only priests could read, right. Priests could only read the Bible because most because they wrote it in Latin. Is that right? Well, that was after the that was after Roman Empire was Christianized. Right. They wrote it in Latin. Why did they do that though? Because Latin was their language. No, they well they wrote it in Latin because most people couldn't read Latin. So that's, are you talking about after the Empire fell or during the Empire? Because I'm talking about just. Before, before, like, I don't know. I don't because know. Because before the, the Roman Empire was Christianized, they wrote it in Hebrew. Oh, yeah, they did write it in Hebrew. Yeah, it wasn't made. So then it was after then, right? Yeah, it was after. And then Rome was just like, you know, this is our language. And Christian is all, Christianity started as like a big tent. Like everyone can join us, you know. Right, right. But they wrote it, they wrote it in Latin because most people couldn't speak Latin or read Latin at the time. You had to get all the knowledge from the priests which hold all the power to the priests, right? It's kind of like the same way here, right? They don't, you don't really like, you don't like for me, right? We have to learn the language of money. There's so much to learn. Language. Yeah. And there's a reason why you're not taught the language of money in school. Like it's to keep you not knowing about money. Like that's really like. Because yeah, you're supposed to be a cog in the system. You got to speak the language. We don't even speak the language. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like we have to get to the point where we can speak the language, and then like ah, ah, you can really do something. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't. 
understand language and money. They barely know how to even function as soon as like they leave their parents' house. Like there was an article that came out today about, you know, the Spider-Man, Tom Holland, the dude who played Spider-Man at MCU. Yeah. He didn't realize you had to pay your water bill. Shaquille O'Neal got his master's in accounting and business because because you know Shaquille O'Neal he's an he's an entrepreneur and what was happening was when he was trying to make business deals businessmen were not talking to him because he couldn't speak the language the business people were talking to his accountants talking to his lawyers it's the same reason why nobody really knows the law you have to get a lawyer right because they speak that language like it's like it's uh, there's like a lot of like loopholes for like you they made this way of living where you need to have a middleman because you don't understand the you, you don't understand yeah. your rights you don't understand the laws you don't understand money there's so much that you're not taught that you don't know that you have to get somebody else that speaks that language Middle manning is a big industry. I I know it, it. I just it's so it's so insane because like the old ways, right? Like before America or whatever, it's like you're taught, you know, you're taught how to survive. You're taught how to live. You're taught like, like oh, I'm gonna farm because my dad was a farmer, so he's gonna. I would say it's you know what I mean. Like I would say it's more simple than that. Like. And today, with a, we're, we're living in the information age, and we're living in like a huge progression of humanity. There's just so much out there to grasp about the world. But like back then, when it was so simple, when we lived a more agrarian lifestyle, yeah, you farm food, you eat it, you live in your diet. That was basically everything. But here, there's just so many systems and bureaucracies, and just so much to understand, so much to yeah wrap your finger around that humanity as basic as just normal earthly creatures weren't really designed for you know yeah i get you yeah but i'm just saying like there's so many levels to like you know what i mean like there's like like i said i'm using shaquille o'neal as an example like for him to progress as an entrepreneur he went and was like dude i gotta learn the language of these people so I went, he was like, I want to talk to businessmen. I don't understand why they're going straight to my accountants and talking to my lawyers. Mm -hmm. Talk to me. I'm the one that's making all the money. I'm the one that's investing. Mm -hmm. But he, he figured out, oh, it's because I don't speak that language. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different language. Well, that's all the time we have left. Thank you so much for tuning in to Back Society. This hey. is Jay signing on. There you go, Jay. It's S. Have a good week, guys. Hey. 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 Thanks for listening to Bag Society. Check us out on BagSocietyPodcast.com for extras and follow us on your favorite podcast provider. Peace!